All right, guys, Coach Dylan here, head of the Mumba Method and the guy who is trying to take down the obesity industry. And so, team, last night I was doing a little bit of research. I was sort of having a think, like, why is the obesity industry beating the fitness industry? And I was like, are they actually, you know, are we winning this game or are we losing this game? And so I took it from a purely numbers perspective and I did a bit of a Google search. I typed in, how much is the fast food industry worth? And currently the fast food industry is worth about $900 billion a year. $900 billion is being spent on fast food, takeaways, you know, junk food, essentially the obesity industry. Then I flipped that. How much money is being spent on fitness per year? And currently it stands about $40 billion. 900 billion is spent on takeaways, 40 billion is spent on fitness and health. Let's have a look at that. That means that somewhere between 20, you know, it's 25 times or 22 times the amount of money that's been spent on takeaways that could be spent on fitness. And so here's the big thing, guys, is like, why is fitness so hard to sell? Why is it something that $900, $900 billion is being spent on takeaways, being spent on fast food, and only $40 billion, 22 times less is spent on fitness? And here's the big thing, is because the obesity industry, the takeaway industry have their branding, they have their marketing absolutely on lock. And I use the title of this um, you know, podcast today of like, why the obesity industry isn't sending cold DMs. And so no one in the fitness industry likes to send cold DMs. And if you're sending cold DMs, it's because your branding and your marketing is nowhere near strong enough and you need to be a lot better. And you think about it. When was the last time KFC sent out a cold DM to someone on Instagram? They don't have to. They don't have to because they know exactly what their audience wants. They can send out an ad. They can send out some marketing at the right time and know that people are going to go through that drive-through, you know, predictable times throughout the day. They're going to buy their KFC bucket for 30, 40 bucks. They're going to drive out and it's game over. $900 billion. So let's have a look at what the, the fitness industry and the obesity industry are doing a little bit wrong. So when we look at it from a, a branding perspective, and I believe the biggest reason why the fitness industry is failing right now is because we don't have our branding and we don't have our marketing at a point where it gets people to actually spend more of their money on you know, the fitness industry. And so let's have a look at Coke. Okay, so Coke, biggest soft drink company in the world. What is their marketing and branding all about? It's fun, it's young, it's happy, and it's carefree. Anytime you watch a Coke ad, all you see is people having fun. They're young people generally on the beach that look happy, they're carefree. It looks like they just don't care. Cool. That can of sugary drink. Cool. Is it going to actually make you happy? Is it actually going to make you feel carefree? No, it's not. But the emotions that they're selling and their advertising, their attachment to the brand, the emotion that they're putting out in the brand is showing that people who drink Coke are young, they're happy, they're fit, they're healthy, and they're carefree. They're sitting on the beach, you know, on a Jeep, on a surfboard, they're having a good time. And that is the branding that Coke has used for a long, long time to be able to get, you know, their, their message in front of a lot of people, and it's ingrained in society. Then we look at a fitness brand or, or a sports brand, and we look at someone like Nike. And so I currently am starting to model, you know, Nike as part of our branding for our gyms and for our online business. And because 
Nike speaks to people who want mastery. Nike speaks to people who want to be a bit of a hero, okay? And so other brands that have done this well are brands like CrossFit. You know, they create heroes out of the everyday person. Nike has done a very, very good job. Last night, I went onto my Instagram and I followed four of the Nike accounts to see how they're making heroes out of their everyday person. Because I want to get into the psychology. I want to get into the emotions that they're using so that I can inspire more people to take up what we're doing. And so when you look at the Nike brand, they, they create heroes. Okay, they inspire greatness, but they also bring the emotion of elite sports, of elite athletes, of elite, you know, performances, and they bring that to the everyday people and they make the everyday person feel like they're a part of that. They feel like that energy, that emotion that they can buy into that and be part of that. Even this t-shirt right here, I, I train a lot of female athletes. This here, just a silhouette of a female basketball player. I bought this t-shirt purely because I believe that female athletes are fucking incredible. And that's why I bought this t-shirt. There's nothing written on it. It's just that symbol of like, hey, I support female athletes and I want to see them fucking improve even more. That's why I brought that t-shirt and that's why I bought into this as a brand because that's the emotion that I get from this. I feel like I'm putting female athletes, you know, out there for the world to see. And then we look at other brands, okay? Let's look at something like a McDonald's. You know, their marketing strategy used to be, and it probably still is, that if we can get a child through the door, the adult is going to generally spend 25 to 30% more. Their whole model is about upselling. It's about adding little extras on. But they know every child that walks in that door, they're going to make 25 to $30, 30% uh, more profit on each sale. So all of their marketing, they've got happy meals. You know, when I was a kid, we'd get McDonald's for lunch on a Friday and we thought it was the best thing ever. You know, you get a toy with your happy meal. They've got playgrounds. They are going to the child so that that inner child can have fun. They can have freedom. They can have something that makes them feel happy once again. They're tapping into these emotions and then they embody that as a child. But they're also, what does it give you? The kids, the, the parents get a bit of a breather. They get a bit of a break while their kids at, you know, McDonald's. They can have a bit of chill time. You know, they can have a little bit of offset because McDonald's has now given the kids a bit of a runaround, given them something that's made them happy, given them a little toy for a very, very low cost price. Once again, $900, $900 billion being spent in these industries. And it's because they have their branding and their marketing down. So, how can we make this better? How can we make our branding? How can we make the messaging that we get across for in the fitness industry so that we can come in here and we can fucking shake this shit up, be better and flip that? Imagine if the fitness industry was making $900 billion a year. You know, what would you do with an extra 20 times more profit in your bank account? How many more people would you be changing? How many more lives would you be changing if you were able to make 22 times more than what you're making right now? So how do we do this? Okay, first of all, it's how you show up. What values and what branding and messaging, how do you show up as that? I know for me, my biggest thing is my, my archetype or the person that I want to be and put out in the world is the hero archetype. It's someone who believes in mastery. Every single person that I love being around are obsessed. They want to master something so that they become so fucking good that no one can deny it. 
Every day, I make sure I train, okay? I get my training in. I'm always trying to improve. I'm a fitness business owner. I'm a fitness business mentor. I believe if you're not fit, if you're not doing exercise, you have no right of being in a position to influence and mentor people because you're not living and breathing what the fitness industry is about. So for me, I put my the value of, of mastering my health and fitness at a very, very high point. Other things that I do is every single day, I love to study. I love to learn. I love to get better at my craft. So this is how I like to show up. And when you think about how you want to show up, think about the people that you want in your business, okay? Do you want people who are fun, young, happy, carefree? Show up as that. Show up as that, you know? Show that through your content. Show that when you go into your sessions as a personal trainer, as an online coach, as a gym owner. Show up as that so that we can attract more of this and make the fitness industry more attractive. You know, quite often and for years and years, and CrossFit's probably got a bad name for this, um, has just shown up that fitness is the hardest fucking thing on the planet. When realistically, with good programming, good systems, and, and good coaches, you know, fitness is for everyone. And, and maybe we need to take on a bit of that Nike thing where it's like they inspire everyday people to make them feel like they're athletes, okay? So how do you show up is first and foremost. What values are you putting into the world? How are you showing up so that we can start to attract more of these people? Then how does your service embody this? What about your coaching systems? What about your programming? What about your, your nutrition protocols? What about your a service, your company, and your products, how does this embody the values that you want to see in the world? You know, maybe it's a bit of a, you want to talk to people who are a bit of a rebel, okay? So let's say, for example, and, and CrossFit was probably a, a good example of this, they created this fitness system that was nothing that had been seen before, okay? They took, you know, heavy lifting, they took cardio, they took gymnastics, they banged it all together, and people who were sick of the boring stuff, the bodybuilding, the powerlifting, they just did not buy into that. Right now in the fitness industry, there's a big swing for women to go and rebel against what they used to have, you know, and that was like, you know, women wouldn't lift weights because they were bulky. Now every woman I see is a fucking beast. They're weapons, you know, they're showing up in the gym, you know, deadlifting more than most of the guys I see. And so how does that show up on your products and services? Are you coming into a class, you know, and let's take my gym, for example, are you coming into a class where women show up and they know that when they jump into our group session, they're going to be around women who are fucking rebels, who want to show up, be very, very strong and do something that wasn't meant to be. Women weren't meant to be doing a wee while ago. Third and final is how can you show this in your content, okay? And so the reason why the, the obesity industry, the takeaway industry is making $900 billion a year is because they spend a big majority of that on their marketing and their branding. And all they do is they're like, what emotion am I connecting to my product so that people buy more of my stuff? How can you show up with the values that you want to embody in your content, in your podcast, in you know your, your delivery and your community building within your local community and your online community? How can you show up with the values that you want to see in people? And so when we master this, guys, the branding, the emotions that we give out, that is going to be what starts to turn the tables. This is not easy. You know, you guys, most of us, you know, got into fitness. We did our serve three and four. You know, we done whatever certification we could. We learned how to squat. We learned how to teach people a squat. We learned a little bit about nutrition. 
We didn't learn about branding and marketing. And this is why I know for an absolute fact, that's why $40 billion has been spent on fitness every single year instead of $900 billion. So let's get out there, guys. Go and have a look at your favorite brands. You know, maybe it's even brands that you fucking despise that you're like, why are those people getting, you know, making more money than us? Why are people buying a Big Mac rather than, you know, buying your 12-week coaching program. Have a look at it. See what emotions that people are starting to get from that product that, you know, people are buying a lot of. And then think about how can I take some of that and turn it into mine? And so a couple of brands that I'm really focusing on right now because I do love to attract people who are, you know, into mastery or, or who want to be a bit of a rebel and shake things up. A Savage X Fenty by um, Rihanna. You know, her brand's all about the outlaw, the people that are disrupting things, that are changing things, that are getting out there. The other one is Nike because they embody, you know, helping that everyday person feel like they're a hero. They embody, you know, using emotion to get people to understand the impact of sport, the impact of health and what that means to the world because great sporting movements, great athletes inspire the world to change. And I want to learn how to do that better because I want to make sure the fitness industry is worth 900 billion and not 40 billion. So think if you found this useful, do give us, you know, let us know in the comments or like and subscribe if you're watching this on our YouTube. Get out there. As always, if you need any help around your branding, follow us for more content. Keep an eye out on our Instagram, our social media. Use all the stuff we give you. And then when you're ready, you know, reach out to us and we can help you out with some mentoring. All right, team, have a good day. Let's go and take down that obesity industry. See ya.